I stay knit. I've seen footage. What's that? Can't tell. Handheld dream. Shot in hell. Deep space ghetto streets. Street. Show me something I ain't seen before. Mystery behind that. Death door. Two set. Electrocute the floor. What's the science of flying that high? Gotta know no door. One time. Hello and welcome to a currently untitled podcast. I am James. This is Vivian. Hello. I'm Vivian. You may know me from any number of things. Hi, this is James. I hope you'll forgive me for not using the accent I normally assume for the show, but I noticed something while editing this. Vivian has just put down her phone, quite audibly. Let's listen to that one more time. From any number of things. Hmm. Lovely. None of them nice. I'm a very evil person. I'm personally quite scared. Most of the time, I mean, for various reasons, but generally whenever I'm around Vivian, um, my cortisol levels just go way up. I, I feel like a prey animal. Our, our niche here is we want to have the first podcast where one person is just absolutely terrified of the other. And it's just a general feeling of unease, which I guess is kind of similar to my brother, my brother and me. But that's more <laughs> just like they're, they're scared that Travis is going to go Travis the chimp mode. And just rip each of them apart. I thought it was quite odd how, like, they were able to get Travis for the podcast. Because I'm pretty sure the cops, like, shot him to death. But, I, I mean, the, the powers of modern medicine, I suppose. Anything's possible if you try hard enough and you believe in Christ. I, I love that guy. Yeah, he's great. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yes, so the way this is going to work is um, every episode, if this is not the only episode, fingers crossed, we're going to each come with a topic we've pre-prepared and by pre-prepared I mean thought of a topic and neither of us know the other one's topic we'll introduce them talk about them for a while and uh because we're funny people you'll listen fuck you and moreover if you're not that's really an indictment on you we're trying our best we're the sweetie pies of this situation where if bread tube was sweet we're like cinnamon roll tube Everyone should call us that. We're like your precious little cinnamon rolls. Yeah, Gene Tarkovic is just uh, working us with his hands ever so sweetly. Yeah, very specific part of us. <laughs> <laughs> hey Viv, I have a I have a topic. What's your topic, James? I would like to talk about season one of True Detective. Oh my god, I've seen that. Whoa, what? I didn't. I I thought it was a little bit of an indie gem. It's not. Full disclosure, I have not watched all of it in a while. I did watch the first episode again today to prepare. Mainly, I just really fucking love the visuals of that season. Obviously, it's good in other ways, but it's a, it's a beautiful show. What's what's an example of like a particular scene you thought that stood out a bit? Uh, specifically, actually, the, the very uh, intro segment where they're... Um, you know, at the murder scene and the, I believe it's a sugarcane field, just specifically the, um, the colors, um, the, the type of vegetation and the, all of that. It's just really, uh, I, I thought like I was watching it like, oh shit, I've taken photos exactly like this. I mean, I, I find, I find it interesting how like when I'm watching a show like that, the visuals are just something that I tend to kind of passively absorb, even though like, mm. yeah, they're, they're really important, but I guess I'm not so, like, visuals-minded when it comes to something like that. It makes sense that you do, since you're, like, the photo individual. Sure, yeah. Like, it, it's just, yeah, it's just, like, expertise, I guess. Um, I think it's, like, True Detective is remarkable for a lot of ways. Like, it, it has so many little different things in it that all kind of click together in ways that a lot of people would have fucked up, honestly. Like, it, it, it maintains that just feeling of... Just, just utter anxiety and like slow decay, but like still movement that I think makes sense in a place like 
if, if you're really gonna like traumatize louisiana i guess oh gosh yeah louisiana is like such the per- is like just the perfect setting for that really I, I was thinking about how rust cole would be just an absolutely fucking insufferable character if he had worse writing like he would be like the epic fucking doctor house of detectives which i guess is literally just sherlock <laughs> no, Holmes. but like you yeah. know <laughs> he'd be american sherlock holmes I guess you could compare True Detective to the BBC Sherlock. Maybe there's like oh wow, there's that's... A, a five hour video about that. <laughs> well, there isn't yet, but I think I know someone who could make one. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good. You know, it it's good to be self aware. I think that I God, I haven't seen enough BBC Sherlock because, like, you know, I like to have good experiences my in my life because you like to have like good taste and like enjoy yourself i mean i just try not to hurt myself actively um sure. so 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 i don't want to watch some fucking like fetal alcohol baby grown, <laughs> grown adult man uh can you can you get like late term fetal alcohol syndrome because i th- feel like that's benedict i think that's just being an alcoholic i guess i don't think he's cool enough to be that way though no he could be like a sad alcoholic i guess I mean, it's, yeah, I feel like that would make him cooler, though. I just, what's his fucking name? Benedict Cumberbatch. I still, it's been years. I have never fucking understood the appeal of him to any extent. Like, I know, I know cis women are like, you know, they have their own little special ways of, 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 I just don't, I don't understand it. I think he looks really unique. And if you're like a 14 year old girl on Tumblr, um, you can easily mistake like someone looking unique for being hot. I guess, but like fucking <laughs> there are a lot of people who look unique who aren't necessarily getting uh, uh, just just legions of of autistic uh, 14 year old <laughs> white girls just just <laughs> drooling over them like fucking where's like the paul giamatti heads where where's like the what's his name actually no people did thirst over uh steve buscemi yeah, that's fine. Yeah. No, that's valid. The difference is that Steve Buscemi is like significantly more talented and, and is in way better things than Benedict Cumberbatch has ever been in. No, yeah, Steve Buscemi is like the thinking man's Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, if someone says they're in, into Benedict Cumberbatch, I just like wonder why I'm talking to them in the first place because they're always like red flags before you get to that point. But the opposite is true of Steve Buscemi heads. Oh, yes, True Detective. Um, I was thinking today how many, I guess, um, techniques and sort of uh, just like little calling cards that it really uh, influenced in the realm of like prestige TV. I think around the time it came out, long takes weren't really, you know, the sign of like, oh, this is like a serious good TV show the way it is now. Specifically, you know, I mean, it has that famous long t- long take during the... Um, the stash house raid and the subsequent um police presence there um and that's a fucking great long take and oh, yeah and yeah i mean it's just uh god i i i always forget the name of the director of photography but i do know um the director um i believe his name is um Kerry fukunaga he um yeah he also did um beasts of no nation which is a fucking amazing movie uh amazing looking and also just extremely good I need to watch that. I, I've been meaning to get along, get get around to that, and I just haven't, and I don't know why. I can only blame my. Um, yeah. I guess I don't. I don't really know tr- really your tolerance for um what people would call like hard to watch movies, but I think it's definitely up there. Um, I hmm. I mean, 
the hardest movie to watch that I've ever seen is also, I don't know if I'd call it my favorite or uh, one of my favorites even, because it is very difficult and I felt very few good feelings watching it. But uh, I did I did see uh, Dear Zachary. I don't know if you've seen that. I don't think I've seen that, no. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. That's a, that's a tough one. It's a documentary. Um, I, huh. You know what? I won't spoil that one. Um, I also don't look up too much about it. I'll also say, Mm. I think you should watch it, but only if you're not like in a bad mood. (laughs) Okay. Because it won't put you in a good one. Let me tell you that much. It's, uh, it's something. Um, but no, when it comes to like hard movies to watch, uh, I, I tend to actually drift towards them rather than away from that. So maybe I will check that out. You, do you know the premise of a uh, beast of I innovation? Don't. Uh, okay. All I know is that Idris Elba's in it. Idris Elba is in it. Okay, um, yeah. It's it's about child soldiers. I don't think it's actually about a specific conflict. I think it intentionally intentionally um obscures that to make it more to make the subject uh more the focus of it. But yeah, it's uh it's about all that. Nice. Well, not not nice. Not nice oh, at all. You heard it here first. It's not nice. Vivian endorses like... child soldiers. Yeah, I'm going to make a campaign like Coney 2012, but like in a good way. <laughs> Coney 2024? Yeah, Coney 2024, but in like a, like I'm campaigning for him. Like yeah. Like Bernie, Bernie 2016. Uh, no, I was on that Bernie 2012 shit. People didn't know what the fuck I was talking <laughs> about, but God, was I angry. I'm pretty sure people wanted him to run before then. You had like weird, weird guys like with stickers, like Bernie should run in like 2012. <laughs> I, I don't think I was, like, politically conscious enough in 2012 to even to even clock that. Yeah, I was born in 2015, so I don't know anything that happened before then. I don't know how ethical it is for you to be on this podcast. No, it's fine. I, I just, like... So, my next topic is Friday Night Funkin'. What's that about? Uh, I don't know enough to continue this bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's just move on. Um, is there anything else... I want to say about True Detective. Yes. Probably. Let's see. <laughs> uh, oh, do you remember um, when it was coming out and immediately after the like insane like um, Game of Thrones level like uh, fan base it had? I'll be honest, no. It kind of passed me by when it first came. When did it first come out? 2014. Yeah, I was I was 16. I was like I was playing Minecraft factions. I wasn't paying attention to anything above that. No, I mean I wasn't I obviously wasn't present, but it it stuck around long enough that once I was, you know, cognizant enough of that of that sphere of of, of fandom to uh know of it. It really had a um it had like the type of fan base like Breaking Bad had um when it was first coming out. We we need more like like the the fan engagement of true detective like how people are treating breaking bad retroactively now (laughs) rust i'm bringing you to mcdonald's (laughs) (laughs) there's not like a third character they're all so depressed um i mean there are there are other characters there's reggie ledoux is there a third yeah let's we need to bring reggie ledoux yeah let's woobify reggie (laughs) marty (laughs) <laughs> marty reggie's been real down lately he uh he blacked out his profile picture we got to take him to mcdonald's i need to like work on a uh matthew mcconaughey impression from that show oh yeah oh god also um 
I think it's it's I think it's definitely died down now, but there was like a there was a hot minute where Russ Cole was like um the thinking man's joker. <laughs> that makes sense actually. I didn't know that, but that makes complete fucking sense. No, that's literally what I'm talking about with like the he 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 would be so much more obnoxious if if like he would be like the Reddit guy. But he's not, he's fucked. Like the whole thing with him is that he's actually just fucked and like what I, what I actually really like about Russ Cole as a character is that he his mindset isn't treated as correct. It's not really, like, disproven either. It kind of reflects what he's talking about, where, like, there's indifference in the world if you look, if you if you don't look for anything countering that claim. But if you, like, actually do things, like they do in True Detective, if you, like, go just struggle towards something, then it kind of disproves what he's talking about. In regards to there just being no meaning whatsoever. Not to be all, not to be all fucking like, oh, you know, analysis. Not to be all media analysis, uh, fucking like pseudo like philosophy 101. But you, you like know what I mean. Like, that's clearly well, the think, intention, um, I think. No, it, it is the intention. Because, I, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, literally like the absolute like final sequence of the show is just like the two of them talking. And they both come to the conclusion that like. Oh yeah, no. I think they used the analogy of like stars in the night sky. Um, it was honestly, it was, it, it felt. I mean, I was, I did, I hadn't been reading Cormac McCarthy back when I watched it, but thinking about it now, it's, 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 it's a very like Cormac type thing to say of like they, like you know, the the good guys and the light are the tiny specks yeah. in the in the sky, and then the darkness is all around them, but that doesn't stop the stars from being there. Something like that, you know. Yeah, it, it feels very similar to like um. I guess you would call it an, an analogy that um, fucking Cormac loves to bring up of like carrying the fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that that shows up in, um, I know it shows up in No Country for Old Men and it shows up somewhere else, but I'm not a hundred percent sure where. Um, I think it might be all the pretty horses, but. Oh um, God. There are, there are a fair amount of parallels between No Country for Old Men and True Detective, aren't there actually? Gosh, huh. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. God damn. They're both well, like something. Well, no, True Detective is um mostly in the 90s, not the 80s, but like the 90s in Lu- in Louisiana is like basically the 80s. Well, but also just in in terms of themes, in terms of like character dynamics and just general outlook on the world. You know, actually I have you seen any of House MD? Uh I've watched a couple episodes or a few episodes with you guys, I think. Yeah. Um it it is really, to me, it, it's very funny to consider the differences between, like, how the writers regard House's whole, like, nihilistic outlook and how they treat Rust. Because in, in House, it's very much like, well, he's an a- he's an asshole. He, he should be more nice, but he's also correct. He's correct a lot. He's, like, really smart and, like, you know, oh, he's traumatized, but, like, he cares. But, like, it's almost like the exception that he cares sometimes means that the rest of his nihilistic outlook is, like, then justified. Whereas in this, it's, like, he basically proves himself wrong by, like, caring about things. If I'm not mistaken, House continues to be, like, someone with, like, a career and people that, like, love and care about him. And then... Uh, Oh, no? Well, okay... I feel like we should like. Do people give a fuck about House MD? I don't know if I, they do. Listen, hey, hey, listeners, if you care about House MD spoilers, um, read Cormac McCarthy instead. I don't know. Yeah, just fucking do anything. House is uh, look. House is an entertaining show, but it's also the kind of show where if you know everything that happens, it's still entertaining. 
because it's it's not the arcs are almost like a marker of progress rather than like oh i wonder what's gonna happen next like the the joy of the show the joy is watching him tell like some fat guy in his in the clinic like you're fat and that's stupid like shut up shut up man <laughs> like uh, you came in here with like doo-doo on your ass that's because you ha- have a doo-doo ass uh, you thought you had like butt cancer shut up die idiot flips him off breaks his other leg but it only makes him cooler give some mouse bites yeah have some mouse bites i fucking i but I, it's so funny because it is it is fun to watch him be a dick in the same way that like other trash tv like fucking kitchen nightmares is where you just like it it's it is formulaic by design but it's also like it is just so fucking goofy all the different situations that it puts him in it's it's a show that like the fantasy that it's smart is what enables it to be as stupidly entertaining as as it is i honestly recommend it it's like a fun show to watch i've seen some of it i don't know if it's fully my shit i'm you know me i'm a bit of i'm a bit of a a pretentious bitch and listen i I do love some trash tv but i don't know if it's my specific brand of of um no that's fair yeah i mean every everyone you know you you have you have things that you like to watch that you know are bad for you but you you go teehee i'm so bad for having this like a like a white woman eating a chocolate cake uh and that's good you know you you should you should still be a little like devilish sometimes but it's also not that big of a deal to just like engage in in trash sometimes as long as you aren't like telling people like you know if you think this is trash uh you're actually really really silencing uh whatever i happen to be my voice you're silencing like um uh (laughs) heavy of i need to i don't know like a a thing that i can say that won't get cut I can't just say the R word, right? I can't do um, that. Probably not. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, we're never we're never gonna get a fucking uh, MeUndies sponsorship if you say that. that. That was my first thought was saying the R word. Anyway, um, I don't know. Like, like you're you're silencing um, like like gay people. I can't. I literally can't think of something that doesn't involve saying Dago. We need to just move on. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> I, I think I think we've talked a good amount about True Detective. We can always uh, circle back if we want. Um, I guess that's the end of the podcast then, unless um, uh, oh, you don't have a topic, do you? I do have a topic. Oh, what the fuck? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I know. I like to just blindside others. I like to disrupt them. I like to make their lives harder. That's my job. It's part of why I'm so scared of you. Yeah, exactly. And I'm a frightening person and I get that. And, you know, I don't apologize for it because that's no one would do that if they were scary. And that's okay. It's okay to be scary and frightening. It's just like Russ Cole says. Russ Cole says it's sometimes people are scary. I don't know why I'm doing a Bill Clinton voice. (laughs) I mean, it's not that far off. I think you could use that as a jumping off point if you want to if you want to sculpt your impression. Yeah. That's what he's right. He's drawing in this little clipboard. He's drawing like ghouls and goblins to keep him scared so that he never <laughs> forgets that the world is a scary place. He's only scary if he's scared himself. So it's, it's sort of like uh, Wolverine's claws. I just, I just really like the idea that he's this absolute fucking mess of a person. Just this, just, just he's 
an alcoholic. Like, he's acting all this way, but it's exclusively because he's scared of, like, ghouls and nothing else. <laughs> he, he, he went into fu- a fucking spirit Halloween and it changed him. And now he keeps a little drawing of a skeleton in his clipboard so that he can keep being, like, the cool depressed cop forever. That rocks. One more thing I want to say about True Detective. That, and this, is, this is a little thing. The, the dynamic between Marty and Rust in True Detective is basically the inverse of uh, Harry and Kim from Disco Elysium, where mm. the one who's, like, the 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 put-together, like, you know, functional one um, is less competent than the other guy who's, like, this absolute fuck-up who's, like, just depressed and feels like shit all the time. Like, it's like, it's as if Harry took the Kim f- approach in their dynamic. Because Marty isn't as fucked as as rust is but he's like more of a fuck up kind of yeah well you know what yeah Yeah. okay Mm -hmm. wow you sold me um yep i guess i'll go uh fire up a fanfiction.net account do they know that no you they use the other one now the fucking do they the people that is there I thought it was just what's that AO3 or whatever. Yeah, that one. I think that's the one El- that everyone uses now. El- El- Alexandra Ocasio Thortez. <laughs> just... Oh, that's why people like her so much. Okay, they they all tattoo their um Avengers fan fiction on her body. Yeah, I I ship I ship her with uh the power of democracy I, and Chuck Schumer physically. I ship her with um, Beto O'Rourke because I heard from a reliable source that he's a he's a real monster in bed. Do people call him Beta O'Cuck? Because they totally sh- like that's a layup, right? Uh, I mean, it's probably ha- it probably happened a lot in the primaries. I mean, uh, if, what if I just ruined his fucking life because no one's thought of that <laughs> until now? And he's he's gonna he's gonna hear this podcast because you know he follows both of us, of course. So he's definitely yeah, gonna. Oh well, yeah, I've been mutuals with him for a while. Oh, nice. Yeah. No, I only really started talking to him, like, last year, but he seems cool. After this, he's gonna, like, change his fucking Twitter to, like, just a black circle. (laughs) (laughs) Has anybody heard from Beto recently? I'm kind of worried. He's gonna go back to his his original days when he was in a, like, shitty emo band or whatever. I don't even know what band he was in. All I know, he was in, like, a band that... I want to say it was something insane, like, Ska. Oh, my... What What happened? I I can't type right now because my keyboard my keyboard is obstructed. But um yeah I'll just I'll just go on believing that it was a ska band. Uh, what's your topic? AVGN voice. You know what's bullshit? Myers Briggs. <laughs> oh fuck yes. Okay. Yeah it's it sucks shit. I you know what? Anyone else uh grow up think oh man you know it's a good thing that introverts and extroverts are are, are like a set predefined category of person to be because yeah. I don't want to talk to anybody. You know, I just kind of want to sit in my room and just sort of sit there forever and just like slowly pass away. And that's what being an introvert is. And then you look up and it's like, oh, yeah, you you, you look up like the, the symptoms of being an introvert. And you're like, wow, this is great. Turns out you're actually looking at the DSM and what you have is clinical depression because introverts don't fucking exist. Or is that just me? I don't know. No, I've never had that experience. By the way, I'm an INTP. That's funny because like whenever I did the fucking Myers-Briggs shit, I, I always got INTP, and then as I gradually stopped being depressed, uh, I stopped getting that. <laughs> and I think now it's like ENFP or something. I think. Yeah, I haven't taken the test in so long. I don't. I don't know what I would get now. You know, there, there's, there's one thing about 
Myers-Briggs stuff that is vaguely useful, and it's that it kind of is a marker for how you see yourself, and other than that, it's absolute fucking bullshit. And you know what's funny? That also works for astrology. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, I think what's uniquely awful about the Myers-Briggs test is, like, the ubiquity and um, seriousness in which with which everyone takes it. Like, you don't, like... You won't, like, have, like, an office, you won't have, like, an all-hands meeting where you get to know everybody and, like, make your chart and, like, find out, like, oh, I'm an Aquarius. But you definitely do fucking do that with Myers-Briggs, which is, like, Jesus Christ. No, I remember in in my high school, we had to take a a mandatory, like, civics class. And part of that was, like, politics and shit. Part of it was, like, like just just learning the basic functions of Canadian government, because that's where I live, eh? Part of that was, like figuring out your your career path and stuff and as a result of that you had to look up um your you had to do like a myers-briggs test to determine it so that you could find out what fucking like worker cast you can fit into and what's funny is that i got author which is so yeah i'm gonna go be an author what the fuck do you mean like yeah that's like that's a really easy easy career to just uh, slot into yeah like i'm gonna go apply to be an author at the author factory i mean it i guess that works if like you're getting like accountant or like fucking boom mic operator or something, but like that doesn't work unless you're 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 slotted into something really neatly. And otherwise, it it's just kind of like oh, okay, well barista then. Mine may as well have been fucking barista. God, that's truly just insane. Like that's literally like the like the quintessential like fucking YA novel. Like everyone takes a test and that determines what career they'll have. Like, good god. Well, I mean, the, the 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 basis of it also is just, like, completely discredited. Like, oh, yeah, it's not which real. Is, which is funny, because psychiatry discredits itself constantly. Like, just every ten years, they're like, actually, we were completely wrong about this. But um, with that in particular, it's been discredited for, like, decades and decades, but people still treat it as, as something to talk about, because it's a nice little acronym you can put in your fucking, like, like Tumblr bio to, to describe yourself alongside with like did so then you have like several uh myers-briggs oh yeah you you have to make all your alters um take the test yeah see i'm either an infp or an intp depending on like whether i'm uh depending if if crawl nor is fronting crawl nor okay yeah that's my alter When's Kralnor coming on? Come on. Wait, wait. Uh, I can I can try to get Kralnor on um, for the next episode. Can I summon Kralnor by, like, depositing a rabbit carcass and, like, some fucking, <laughs> some, like, small pebbles from an Icelandic beach? Well, actually, uh, no, the summoning process for Kralnor is, um, I, I see a scary post that someone didn't tag on reality. Oh my god. Holy shit. That scared me just now. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Sorry, 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 sorry. Unreality, unreality. Thank- oh, thank fuck. Okay. You know what? Uh, bitches these days, they need to tag reality. <laughs> I want to play tag with reality. I don't know why we just collectively keep trying to do this. Just where we keep coming up with new ways to constantly shove each other into like tiny little boxes and be like, okay, this means you're this. I think at least partially it's because everybody everybody fucking loves personality quizzes. They're fucking fun. But everybody also realizes, um, unless, you know, you're a certain type of, like, chronically immature person, that 
they're they're not they're not serious they're they're little buzzfeed shits but myers briggs presents a basically a personality quiz that you can like grant legitimacy and say like oh yeah no this is this is my uh i got hufflepuff on pottermore i got i got like the racist one when i did that oh uh slytherin i got slytherin yeah oh oh yeah okay i see what you did there you didn't want to like say it because then you would out yourself as being like uncool so i had to do it for you honestly i was trying to think of like a famous like a uh, extreme racist extremist group to say as a as a little joke i mean we're both already youtubers so we can't use that one the mic didn't pick it up but i just snapped my fingers and said shucks i mean that's like pretty much whenever i realize i'm online that's what i do that's all you can do really hey um you're online right now Ah, shucks. <laughs> Honestly, I think the thing with Myers-Briggs is that it's something that only makes sense in, in uh, like the, the modern era, where you, you, you're essentially, everyone's always trying to fit themselves in tiny little boxes because that's what just the, the economy kind of requires from people is the ability to think like, well, I'm this, well, I'm, I'm an accountant, well, I fucking work at the movie theater, well, I, I, I work at Starbucks. Like, it, it makes sense for you to try to align your identity to that, because then there's less friction and there's less, like, having to consider any of your actual position in, re- in relation to others. So it makes sense that, like, yeah, you're get, you, it, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm a fucking IN, INTP. That means I work out at the library and I work at the library, too. Like, it's it's that's just kind of the, the expectations that people are placed into. And it synergizes really well with that. And it's almost like a, a healing salve to the fucking anal fissures of class divide <laughs> that's the that's my little <laughs> if we bought into it I, i'm pretty sure we would like both call ourselves like fucking introverts um yeah which is horseshit yeah it's horseshit. i'm just i'm, I'm just autistic yeah like, that's it <laughs> and i just live in florida which it's <laughs> eh, not good but like as far as I remember, uh, like the premise of of like the intra extra fucking dichotomy is, um, if you're an introvert, you get drained by being around other people, and you need to recharge by being alone. And if you're an extrovert, it's the inverse, and you 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 get drained by being alone. You need to go recharge by being in social situations, which is just that's not. If you get uncomfortable and like exhausted being around other people, that's like good. Good God! I mean, listen. Maybe you just I, don't have friends that you like. Yeah, I mean, I listen. Yeah, I felt like that before. That's because something was wrong in some way, either with me or the situation I was in. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's extremely draining to be in a customer service job. It's not draining to like spend time with your epic elf wife. That's <laughs> the and but there's both people. It's just because it it flattens experiences you can have into fitting into one of two categories and if you have that and you consider yourself that you almost feel driven to fucking like swipe away any problems you might have with that situation and instead go okay well maybe i'm something different actually rather than anything to do with the situation itself no it's 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 really just about whether you get more self-satisfaction out of saying like oh i like to be alone from time to time read a good book or like oh yeah i like to get fucked up at parties like everyone likes to do both of those it's just about whatever one you're like more smug about and and if you don't want to get fucked up at parties, first of all, getting fucked up, optional. If you sure. don't want to go to parties, you just don't have friends that you like. Yeah. A party can literally be just hanging out with more than one person. That's that's it. 
and like maybe sitting around and drinking like a fucking non-alcoholic soda and watching uh fucking cocoa melon or whatever you've <laughs> i mean i don't know <laughs> yeah non-alcoholic soda is that yeah. the non-sexual <laughs> queer cafe experience of watching cocoa melon and drinking like fresca yeah, can I have a non-alcoholic Mike's hard? Can I have a can I have a Mike's lemonade? Yeah, can I have a Mike's flaccid? <laughs> yeah. Can I have a, a Mike's impotent lemonade? <laughs> this podcast sponsored by Blue Chew. What is what is Oh yeah, oh though that's like the Viagra it's, for men. Yeah, Viagra. Yeah. Viagra for men. Yeah. No, it's 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 this these like gay little tablets you chew and it gives you a boner. Whoa. Honestly, okay, I will say, I know there's, like, certainly a stigma around erectile dysfunction and all that. Um, <laughs> this I per- is the third topic. <laughs> okay, this is my secret <laughs> third topic, erectile yeah. dysfunction. <laughs> yeah. No, um, yeah, I, I get, I know there's a stigma around it. I personally, listen, I think it's whatever. Uh, I think it's awesome. The, the, the main thing that's funny to me is I just think it's, like, really funny that there's just a pill that will give you a boner. Well, I mean, that originally was designed to help with your heart. And they, as they were doing drug trials, people were just being like, hey, uh, interesting side effect. Um, there was one guy who just didn't notice due to his lifestyle. <laughs> he didn't notice because the nurse had like ankles showing. He's like that kind of guy. Yo, shout out to Bob Odenkirk for real. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Also, leave him alone. Fuck. Yeah, who gives a shit, man? Who gives a shit? He got, like, shit. Yeah, he's, oh, he's following, like, a foot Instagram. Whatever. Okay. This, the man is Saul. I don't give a fuck. Oh, he followed a foot Instagram? You just reblogged, like, 15 images of cat girls in a row. Yeah, you just reblogged a post that was, like, cat girls will, like, like punch your pussy. Did they do that? Yeah, I wish, like, a fucking boy motor cat girl would p- fucking punch me in the pussy. That's what you just fucking retweeted. And you care about you you care about Bob Odenkirk. Be- beautiful Bobo Denkirk is just silently following and appreciating women's feet on Instagram. Exactly. You know what? I think he should be allowed to follow two as penance. <laughs> and I think that he should be looking at them and liking them and showing them to people, even even posting some of his own. And I think that you should be forced to look at it. And reckon with the choices you've made as an individual. Feet guys are harmless. They're so harmless. Everyone talks about like fucking Quentin Tarantino being like a foot guy. Like that's the main problem. No, he's just a weird guy as well. The feet stuff is not nearly as much of a problem as the fact that he keeps like putting actresses in that position. That's just being into feet is whatever. Who gives a fuck? That's nothing. It's like quaint. It's absolutely fucking quaint. People are into like if airplanes were women. And, and that's all they're into. Who fucking cares about feet? I don't give a shit. Imagine the spectrum of fetishes. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> Carl Sagan. <laughs> Imagine the spectrum of fetishes. At one end of the spectrum is being into feet, and in the other is whatever the fuck meme factoring was doing. <laughs> the pale blue dot is merely that blueberry girl from... Wonka's factory from a distance. No, she's so far away. Get her closer. I want to see her. <sighs> Beauregard, that's her name. Violet Beauregard. Oh. Yeah. Interesting that you came up with that so fast. You, um... What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah. That, that... Look, if that was... You think I, I would just have that... Like, I would bring that up if that was something I, I was into, James? Is that what you think? No, here's what would happen. I would have been like... Yeah, haha. 
Anyway, I wouldn't have, like, fucking led into it. And now we have this whole aside. Unless you're the master manipulator. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Unless. Um. <laughs> oh, shit. I just thought of next episode's topic, unless I forget about it, which is uh, very pop. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Um, let's talk about... That was my idea, and you're gonna have to cut yourself. Sorry, that. yeah. I, oh, I'm just gonna cut myself, but um, and then I can also like take that out of the podcast. Yeah. How, how dare you speak out of turn? I'm sorry. <laughs> my, my thrall. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome back from the. Uh, welcome to the other side of the jump cut. We just discussed uh, some very serious plans that we're very serious about carrying out. Yeah, this is more of a kind of external sort of situation. Like, you know, kind of march on the Capitol, but not literally, huh? No, no. No, that wouldn't happen. Again. I wasn't there the first time. You can't prove it. I mean, I can't. I have, a, I have another topic, but it's a very quick one. It's uh, very simple. Okay. Vote for, vote for Brandon. A shout out to Brandon. Shout out to Brandon. No notes, no criticism. Just, he's just doing great in every way. I love my friend Brandon. I love how he's Catholic. I love how he's like my sweet uncle. Yeah. Anyway, uh, podcast done? <laughs> what? You can do that? Yeah. I thought we had to talk forever. What if we just like end it? Just, just bye. Three step behind me, over my shoulder. Turn around, try to see, but it's nowhere. I'm gonna stop recording now.